0: Hi guys! Hey there! Welcome back uh, to, to the. You uh, to, 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 to. <laughs> <laughs> guys, nailed, nailed it. Keep going <laughs> to the Talkaholics podcast. Yes, she yes. I know English. Okay, my name's Iman. <laughs> I'm Razia, <laughs> um, and we're here to talk to you because. I'm
1: oh, Iman! Gonna... I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. This about. is the 14 Talkaholics <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We just wrapped up our 14th podcast, which again, I think we even say in the beginning half of the, our recording that it's kind of crazy that we're here. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again. We do kind of do a little bit of a, you know, diverse little conversation in this one. Yeah. What did we even start off with? Oh, we started off with me um, explaining my experience having watched Harlem Duet, which is a play.
0: Yes, and is- then we uh, I kind of went on a little tangent yeah, about my uh, drama experience throughout high school. <laughs> but
1: it was so passionate and so lovely yeah. and so cute. About, yeah. um, we both
0: wrote plays in high school, so we yes. kind of talked a little bit about that.
1: And it's kind of like our, our origin story, if you yeah, put it that way. True. That's how we not only found each other, but uh, you know, it was a space that we were also creating art in at the same time. So kind of get to know a little bit more about us and how we got to... Meet each other, because I was kind of saying in the podcast that I, didn't, I don't think we ever explained how we're friends or how that even happened. Yeah. But it was through, we were in the same high school growing up, and then we went to the same university. Yeah, we went to the same <laughs> university. It was only really in university when we kind of came together and went, oh, we should be making things together. Yeah, exactly. Um, which led to skits, and some of the things are still online if you want to look for them. But in order to kind of uh, keep up with doing creative work and things that were manageable with studying and with working, and work, yeah. which is like, you know a handful on its own, uh, we started this. And Mm -hmm. um, we kind of were just saying, like, you know, uh, we definitely like this to go somewhere much bigger and broader than it is right now. It's just a podcast, Mm -hmm. but in the future, who knows what we will branch off to. Yeah, and I
0: think we're both very uh, passionate about... uh, Passionate, if I speak English. About... (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. We ate a lot of food before this. (laughs) and um, Shout out to Nana Kebabs. Yeah. good stuff. Uh, But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) we're both very passionate about, like, in, in advocating for um some form of creative hobby for anybody regardless of what you do in your life I think it's very important to have that creative outlet which like however that whatever that creative outlet may yeah, be it doesn't like, have to be arts but it could whatever that that something separate from what you actually do in your daily life very important I think we advocate for that a lot but in terms for us it's more like
1: yeah I just think it's healthy like just to have that that touch point like that place that you can kind of go to and kind of be creative again Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like yes i know for some people that is like the culinary arts for some people like us it's kind of i guess a performing arts slash you know a place that we can write and create and you know make visuals it's kind of multimedia involved Mm -hmm. um and for some people it's more traditional you know creating some paintings here and there yeah um but, yeah, I mean, we're kind of living through that. The podcast is the example of why we want to kind of get there. Um, but with that means, uh, your support, guys, if you could just check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Spotify. No, sorry, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, SoundCloud. we aren't there yet. No, not there yet. no unfortunately, <laughs> but we'll get there. Um, that'll definitely help us. Gets to the point that we uh, would like to be, and uh, I think we discussed earlier that we want to also bring on a few things uh, like new guests, new people to interview, exactly, and a few hopefully Let's see what's going features. on, like
0: you know what's going on within the arts and media space in our community, and what are the cool people thing Cool, cool people. Oh! people. Cool people
1: <laughs> it's too late in the day, it's guys. We time. typically we typically what, in the um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what cool things people in our community are doing? So definitely if um, you're interested in, in talking on our podcast, reach out to us. We're open to anybody and anything as long
1: as yeah.
0: it's appropriate. If
1: you have any <laughs> suggestions, please let us know. We're like more than welcome to like hear from you guys. Again, we always ask this. We're waiting on you guys. We're yeah. going to have all the pieces of the world for this. Um, but but until, know yeah, until the next time, guys, um, please check us out everywhere. And uh, yeah. Enjoy. hey guys welcome back to the 14th episode of the talkaholics podcast we're ripping through these very quickly yeah almost at 15 15. a good wholesome number okay um i actually really 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 want to talk about this with you kind Mm -hmm. of like with nui blanche but about it being about topics that i think both of us really appreciate okay um i went to a play recently Ooh, Uh, (sighs) not this weekend but um a few days prior to that, mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of friends, it, to see a show called Harlem Duet um, okay. at the Tarragon Theater. Again, for those in Toronto, you probably might be able to go there. Um, it basically is a play that follows, um, so the Shakespeare play Othello, but it's in modern day. Ooh, so I it, love those yeah. Shakespeare twist, twi- so, twists. 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 <laughs> um. So the whole cast is, uh, um, instead of like so the traditional othello them only the main character is black okay um but the entire cast is black in this okay Cool. and it takes place in modern day ish in harlem and the 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 flip or spin on the typical othello uh tale is that it focuses on um a black couple that's relatively young and the guy leaves her after nine years of being married nine years nine years which is like a full-on marriage um, wow for a white woman Wow, so you're gonna be like that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the whole play is kind of focused on, um, you know what it's like as a black woman specifically to be left for a white woman, like what that means. Happens like, too often. In, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's like the race politics around yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. How come you never
0: take me to these plays? Oh. You always, you always talk about it, and I'm like, why didn't you call me I up? Was so sad. No. <laughs> Let's go again. We'll go to again. I swear better. to God, I
1: would honestly go again because it was good. It was really, really good. Um. If you guys have the opportunity and you're in the Toronto area to go, and you are a student and/or look like a student, because <laughs> they don't check for ID, just so you know. Oh, nice. Um, go buy yourself a student ticket that's in and around. I think it was like twenty five or twenty nine, somewhere in the high twenty dollars. Okay. Um, go downtown and get yourself a ticket for the show because it was really good. Um, I want and, to see it. and if you give any two shits about you know race politics or about kind of those discussions Mm -hmm. even around feminism i would argue um it it was like kind of so thought-provoking like more than i had expected like i walked into it i walked into it already being kind of excited Mm because i love topics like these i like i like thinking about them i like discussing them but what helped too is like how hateable that male character was like there's no I already hate him. There was no <laughs> there was no part in that where they give you like let you sympathize with him. Good. At all, at all zero. Cuz you zero, find that zero. like a
0: lot of times like in film and stuff like that, they'll still let you sympathize with the
1: the guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you were wrong. <laughs> I love how like even just for those who are just like obviously not with us right now, but me just watching on Space me describing this play <laughs> is like the best thing ever. Um but just like the just like the monologues he has about like him kind of explaining the decision or like his thoughts around other things it's just like wow you are just a jackass like you are just pure like yeah oh my god there's some guys out there that really don't care yeah it's no it's like honestly some of the stuff that came out of his mouth i was like you embody everything i hate about like you know what you know the stereotypes of what you know mansplaining is Mm -hmm. or like what feminism tries to you know be against more yeah. or less. so again um spoilers for those who want to actually attend the play and are kind of interested in what i've said so far skip a- ahead a few minutes but i just wanted to let iman know about a section that happened so there's a part in the play where so his decision to leave uh his wife who, so the main girl is billy and othello is the man he, mm-hmm. he carries the same name um it it's not the case where he fell in love with someone else, you know, met someone, fell in love with yeah. them, and they happened to be white. It wasn't like that. It was very much outright because she's I, white. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. you want to slap? So they're basically like in an apartment. They're wow. kind of bickering, and then there's a part where he just outright is like, you know what? Yes, I do like white men, a bit, white women better. And he goes off and explains his reasoning why they're like, like objectively, he thinks that they're better. And basically, his um reasoning is like you know before and after sex and like you know in dealing with a black woman it's a lot more difficult because they carry more things about you know what how their fathers treated them how the other men in their life treated them wow. and they're constantly comparing them to to him and i was like ready in my seat <laughs> and at the back i'm like i was like can i get through, i can aim perfectly from here and throw my phone at you my friend I'm but you know so what ready.
0: like it's actually like I mean, in a way, like that's it's good that there was representation of that because a lot of there's a lot of men that think that way. No, I and it's so bad. But it was like, just
1: another thing to hear it ex- like so outrightly yeah. and kind of unapologetically said, and that he really isn't hearing himself. That that drove me nuts. Like I was honestly. And like the people who came with me too were just like fucking Razi. <clears throat> like I can feel tension coming <laughs> off of me. I was like honestly irritated the entire play. I was enjoying myself. I like loved the acting and the different like characters, like the best friend characters, comedic, like there's more serious characters throughout to kinda of keep it yeah. going. But the entire time I was like I've never been like so more stressed yeah. watching something. I mean, I guess like when any
0: sort of like media, like any like play or a, a film or a TV show, like makes you hate the character, they've done their job.
1: No, truly, <laughs> truly. Yeah. But like, yeah,
0: yeah. I I can I can relate on that when there's just like that one character that really drives you insane. Yeah, like yeah, because they're just wrong. I just feel like, <laughs> about everything.
1: Yeah, and another thing too is just like I felt like on the bus ride home, all I was thinking was about you know. We talked about this before, kind of when we brought up get out of, like, right after we're done viewing something like that, you're dissecting the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, you keep, like, thinking back. Okay, and this is, like, why the set was this way, and this is why they introduced this character this way, and that's why it ended this way, and you're, like, putting the fucking shit together. And, like, okay, another big thing, just before we get off this, um, uh, again, and skip ahead if you don't want this spoiled, um, the end bit of the play... Because the whole point is to kind of show that this guy is a jackass, that he, you know, there's no point of him to, like, to sympathize. There's a part where, um, so basically the whole play, like, parallels the same couple, but in different eras. So right now, so it's, one's in Harlem in modern Mm day-ish, and the other is during the time of slavery. Oh, okay. So, but in that context, the guy does the same act, but he leaves, um, for a white woman who ends up being his master at that time yeah yeah exactly so, so well, i mean yeah so when they're in that era how they end up his character mm-hmm. um or like the last time you see him in that play is that he um it was just so sh- i can't even say it because it was so shocking they make him dress up in blackface like he is dressing up in blackface and it was on purpose because how he is still able to be with his um white master wife whatever yeah. Um, is that he plays in the- theatrical plays because he likes being an actor, but will do the whole blackface thing as a black man. So the last scene, why would you dress up a black man in blackface? Wait, 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 wait! wait. wait. But but it's intentional. So the last whole last section is of him. He's saying like the speech thing. Yeah. And while he's doing that, which you're not even paying attention to, because he's putting black makeup on his face. Yeah. I was like, I, I never have. I've never wanted to see that caricature in real life. Like, I, it was just so shocking to see that image in front of you that yeah. you know what it is. Yeah. I was like, oh! I was like, don't come near me! Don't. Oh, I was, man. like, so... Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was so anxious during the entire thing, and seeing that, I was like, that's so disgusting what's happening, like, but it was to a point, right? So, yeah. in the entire context of the play, if you watch more of it, you kind of get why it happens, but... Wow. Oh my god, it was so stressful. Isn't like even we're right, talking right now, I'm like, <laughs> my chest hurts, my back's aching. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was a really good play though, if you guys have the opportunity to and again, take advantage of the student tickets, please go. I would definitely recommend it. I've been to a play before at the same um theater. Um that one being Watershed, that was a little bit more environmentalist but still very good um and we should go one day then yes for sure yeah. the next time this comes up man <laughs> you must like give me the side i hear like are you gonna take me <laughs> no definitely please yeah i
0: haven't gone seen a plane in so long
1: i don't i honestly don't mind seeing this one again and the tickets are re- really reasonable, reasonable for what yeah. you pay for oh. but you have to it's two hours and 30 minutes i should mention
0: oh the whole that's okay it was
1: two hours that's fine as long as it keeps you engaged yeah you don't know i didn't feel it at once like i didn't um ever pick up my phone and like check the time which is you know, it tells you something about how good the play was.
0: That's good. That's good. Wow.
1: No, have you ever that's seen a pl- have you ever seen a play like on stage even like throughout high school? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I remember. I
0: think the last honestly, I haven't seen a play in a very long time. I think the last time I saw a play on stage was in high school. Yeah. And it was our drama class. Was it Hamlet? <clears throat> no, it wasn't Hamlet. I, and actually, never went and saw Hamlet. With, no. Uh, with. That, that, My class never went. Oh, shoot. That was really good, too. But, no. um, I think it was when I was in grade 12. Our drama class went to, like, the showing of a play. I can't remember what it was. I saw a lot of plays throughout high school because I was in drama club. And, like, even, like, through Sears. Remember Sears? Through Sears. C- Sears is like the big drama. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry,
1: yeah. I remember this is one. Yeah. I yeah, it was like it. a big drama
0: showcase kind of thing. All the schools in the in the province, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Do, go, does it like they do it within their schools? Then they compete like locally, and then it goes bigger and bigger this and bigger. This is the right?
1: one that got canceled. Ugh,
0: let's talk about that. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I was actually the vice president that. of the drama's club. Ooh! Drama club. Um, uh, I think grade eleven <laughs> and grade twelve. I think that's what it was. Sounds right. I was in the drama club all throughout high school. But I was the VP for grade 11 and grade 12, or just grade 12, I can't remember. Um, But I wrote my first play in grade 11, and I completely wrote it by myself. Mm. Um, I wrote it throughout the summer. The summer before grade 11, I wrote it because I knew, like, they take student plays, and I was like, I want to write one this year. And it was so, it was cringe. It was, um, I don't know if you remember, did you see the, the showcase
1: that year? Two
0: thousand no i
1: saw 11 i saw 12s only remember
0: you were in the play for in great when we were in grade 12 right yeah yeah, yeah you were in whose play was it oh, yeah. it was your
1: play yeah.
0: oh my god oh yeah <laughs> i was
1: like this is okay. gonna be a
0: perfect segue to something else but okay go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you wrote a play anyways grade 11 grade 11, grade 11 <laughs> i wrote a play called what happened to J- josh turner okay i think you kind
1: of you might have mentioned this to me Okay, not on the podcast, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Okay, so it was called What Happened to Josh
0: Turner. Yeah. It was so cringy, okay, but whatever. It was I was young. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and basically the plot was about so cliche. Yeah. But I, I, I told myself that it was meant to be cliche. Right, right, so like ironic right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. on purpose <laughs> exactly. dramatic <clears> irony, so <Sorry, clears throat> keep going. <laughs> so basically the plot was about this nerdy guy named Josh Turner, which is played by Drewville. Just set scene. Okay, okay, okay.
1: By drivel if
0: you're listening probably yeah not. probably not um but it was played by oh. Druva <laughs> and um he was this nerdy kid named josh turner and he was in love with the popular girl okay i'm yeah. cringing as i say this Yo. um who was played by priyanka do you remember priyanka
1: yeah
0: i do yeah just n- dropping names out here yeah, exactly everyone's like oh okay <laughs> and she, she was the popular girl um the popular guy who was her boyfriend was Shoot, I have his his face in my his face in my head, but I can't remember his name. Anyways, regardless, doesn't matter. Um he, so there was a popular guy, okay, so they were dating, right? The the jock and the cheerleader, the head cheerleader dating. Right. And then there's a the nerdy kid that's in love with the the girl. Of
1: course.
0: But basically yes, I turned you. it into like this twisted story right. where he gets he becomes so obsessed with her mm. that he kidnaps her. mm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like, and it was kind of like a mentality, like if, if no one can have you, if I can't have you, no one can have you kind of thing. Yeah. So he kidnaps her and all this stuff. It ended up being more of a comedy than anything. <laughs> right? I
1: would love to see this.
0: But, um, it was definitely interesting. This I definitely, when I wrote it, um, like I have a very, I visualize things a lot. So I visualize details. Hmm when it comes to plays especially what plays at mci we are very minimalist we didn't have a lot of props right we had our minimalist
1: is the word sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) we we, had drama art yeah
0: our money definitely didn't go into the arts (laughs) i'll tell you that um (laughs) we had our black boxes and that's pretty much it right yeah yeah so the setting didn't really match the view like my my concept so there's a lot of light changes right. and the person who did our light changes really didn't know what she was doing oh. i can't remember who did it oh. i don't think it was her fault she just didn't have time to practice mm. but i for in my head it it was completely clear like i was like you just changed this I, I wrote all detail detailed on the script yeah but like then i think she just got nervous the night of so like right. I, I she just kept messing up and i was just like you know what just keep the lights on oh. <laughs> so you could see everybody in the background changing the boxes and all that right. stuff right oh shit but you know what people were laughing so that was good um but then in grade 12 wow i improved but this time i i uh, so it was cool. a yeah i did a collab 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 collab,
1: collab, collab collaboration collab, collaboration
0: um, with Stephanie.
1: You were the co-writer
0: at the time. Yeah, co-writer, co-director, co-producer. I don't know what plays do. Yeah, pretty much I did the same. We thing. even acted, we were in it too. So, <laughs> but um, Stephanie and I, wow. Like, I just remember us being like on top of it. We That play was phenomenal, if I must say. Okay, so it
1: was called, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Raves about the play and goes, hold on, the, the name? I got it. One second. What's it called? Oh, shoot. Can't remember what it's called. <laughs> However,
0: it was I a play this. on the concept of innocence. Mm. So what we did was, well, I remember we started um, when we started thinking of the play, uh, or like of what we wanted to write. We were writing our English papers that year, which were, what were they called again? The like big your- English paper that we had to write in grade 12. Can't remember what it's called, but we had to like pick three books, three novels, and like go through with oh, a theme. Oh shoot, yeah,
1: completely you don't remember what it was about. No, Yeah, you know now.
0: So but... we were doing that was the we were doing that in the same semester. So we were okay. doing a very a lot of philosophical like looking and stuff like that th- with that project. So we ended up thinking, okay, like let's break down the term innocence. So we were like, okay, what's like when people think of innocence or losing your innocence, the first thing people think about is sexuality, mm. like like or sexual, you know, losing your your virginity. So we we're like, okay, let's put that aside, like that's one thing but what other ways can you lose your innocence and we started like breaking it down like how does a child lose because you lose innocence you kind of lose a little bit of innocence here and there depending as you grow right what you're exposed to so we were like thinking of how you could lose your innocence as a child um and like what are the stages of of your loss of innocence and stuff like that so we decided to break up it wasn't like a one storyline we started to break up we decided to break up our plays into um different forms of scenes so we did like a tableau we did like um one full story we did a a monologue we did a spoken word piece we did so it was like a a form of so that it was all connected by the theme of innocence or losing your innocence but it was all different forms of like dramatic work Mm -hmm. so we would like one scene i remember we did we started it off with a scene where um well we capped it um with uh, Manprit, mm. she was our, like, uh, what are they called? Narrator. Okay. <laughs> she was kind of like our oh, narrator. Yeah, Remember?
1: This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so she, together. we kind
0: of did like a, a body thing where she narrated the beginning and we were all growing. Yeah, that's what it was. We were all on the floor. <laughs> And then we would, she was talking about like growth and something like that. So we would all slowly uncurl and and then by the end of her monologue, we would be upstanding. Mm. And then that's how it ended. Except at the end, she would be talking about how, I don't know, like the circle of life or something. And then we would, we would all have Come curled back, back yeah. down. So that's kind of how we like book ended the play. But the first actual scene was um, the loss of innocence through a child. And it was the ch- uh, child finding out by accident Santa's not real. Mm. So that's like. A way of like how a child loses, is exposed to the real world yeah, uh, per yeah, se. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we yeah. did a scene
0: like that. I think the f- I think the most like scene by everybody was the the losing your virginity scene. It's Do you remember a, that
1: scene? Yeah, Ahmed was in
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So of course so, I remember <laughs> <him doing> that.
0: <laughs> but it was basically for the for the the listeners. We did this scene where um. So it was two best friends yeah. that decided like they've waited too long. They just need to lose their virginity and who better to do with than your best friend? Yeah. yeah. And it was a like girl and a guy. And um but it was more the girl's idea than the guy's. Okay. So the guy actually liked the girl and he was like, Oh, maybe she'll fall in love with me, you know, after all this happens But basically so we showed the the morning after or like that after the fact mm-hmm. of the, the Act <laughs> the act itself, the act that shall be not be named, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, after they had sex, so um, <laughs> it was like after they wake up or whatever, and um, he they just talk about like the the girl is all excited, she's like, I'm so happy that this is like you know, we've done this, I'm so happy it was with you, and mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, 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 and she's like, Now you know, when we meet new people, we won't have to be scared and all this stuff, right? right. And he's like, like, kind of, like, what do you mean? Like, he's thinking that she'll want to stay with him and stuff like that, but that's obviously not the case. And basically, she's, like, of course, like, you know, down the line, we're we're going to be with other people. And then he ends it off with, like, um, shaking her hand. Mm. And he's, like, nice doing business with you. And he walks out. And right. I remember everybody in the audience going, <gasps> what? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that was so cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's the effect that we wanted to have, and like it was nice to see that. I was so worried about that scene though because my parents were in the audience. Okay, and I was like, oh my god, what are they gonna say to me after this? (laughs) bet they were cool with it. Um, and then there was a scene. Sorry, I'm talking so much. No, go. But I'm reliving my high school years. Um, there's a scene. Uh, uh, we did after that. Oh, um, that this was our big like storyline scene. Yeah. So. This, was we, this is one of our longer scenes. Oh, no, no. There was a mon- uh, monologue before this. Senna. If you remember Senna. Seema's younger sister.
1: Okay, yes. When you said that, yes. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she was the... So she was a girl... Um, I can't remember what her monologue was about. She, I think it was like she had an issue with a friend. And like... she, So her monologue, she was on the phone. And she was... um, I think she was leaving a voicemail. I can't remember what it was. But she was saying something to her friend about like... I guess... And it was more of like a loss of innocence through growth. So... Um, understanding that like your friends aren't always going to be there for you or it might like your friend might not actually be your friend at mm. the end of the day mm. so there's a monologue about that and then there was oh yeah something like it was her birthday or something and her friend ditched her or something like that okay um, and then we had our big storyline where it was uh, we made up this like fantastical world where mm. um, like long ago there was a, a village where um, that was split by a river and so one side of the river was, like, they were all really good people, very studious, you know, education was very important and all this stuff, and then, um, and it was based on, like, this young girl, and she was always warned never to cross the river because that's where all the bad people were, and they would do crazy things and stuff like that, but she was so curious that one day she just decided to cross the river, and then she... 'Cause she was like, I just wanna find out it can't be that bad, you know, all this stuff. Right. And then she ends up getting like intoxicated yes. and um something happens to her. Like she gets she gets scared and lost, she's intoxicated, she doesn't know where she is, she passes out and she's in the middle of nowhere and then she quickly like runs back. So it was like um, kind of like symbolized a lot of uh that some like a lot of things that some high schoolers not all, but some high schoolers may go through when they think that they can like handle alcohol or any sort of drug or anything like that, right. and they find out that it's not all fun and games. Yeah, right. So there was that. And then we had, I think our last scene was, oh, a spoken word one. The spoken word was one of my favorites because I wrote the spoken word with Stephanie. Right. And uh, we performed it. Yes, yeah. So it was a uh, loss of innocence through the death of a loved one. Mm. And so we wrote our spoken word based on like the emotions and how people, how you feel or like, and what you experience after someone dies that you obviously love and, like, how your life changes after that. Right. And I, I really enjoyed doing that one because I think that hit home for a lot of people, not even if they've experienced death, but just, like, it was so silent after. I was like, Whoa. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it really sunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then the last one, I think, was very abstract in terms of, <clears throat> I think, that people... If you didn't really... <clears throat> I think a lot of people didn't really understand it uh, after until we explained it. Mm. But, like, what it was was there was like this man, and it kind of touched based on consumerism consumerism as well. There was this man selling this pill, and it was a pill um, that will give you eternal happiness or Mm -hmm. something like that. And so that was the idea of like the naivety that some people have that, you know, everything is like suns and roses and everything's good in the world and stuff. And like, there's no such thing as eternal happiness. Like you're not always going to be happy. And that's just, mm-hmm. this, that's just the fact. Mm-hmm. And then, so that one was really cool because we, what we did was there was a salesman and then everybody, um, that was listening to his pitch were all in sync.
1: Do you right. remember that? Kind of. This is the part I'm not remembering. So I remembering like everything you're, it was
0: like, um, he would be like, look what I have. And then everybody would say at the exact same time, what do you have? What do you have? It would be like, mirrored off of each other. So it would, it sounded kind of eerie mm. because everybody was saying the exact same thing at the exact same time, moving the exact same way. Like, and we practiced that one. I remember a lot because we had to get, we had to get in sync with everybody. Mm-hmm. But it was so interesting. And I'm like, thinking back, I'm like, why did we never go, me and Stephanie, like why we never went further with that play? I remember we tried to upload it to some, um, like some, I don't know if it was like a grant or like some sort of scholarship thing. Mm. But like after that, like I feel like it could have been Reworked and yes. it had been like hundred times better. Right, right, and right. And that was the year that all the teachers went on strike, mm. so we couldn't go to Sears. Mm. And I feel like we could have gone like it, a lot further with It was, it with was even
1: more th- further than that. Like just the context of that year is that all extracurriculars were ca- yeah, were canceled, exactly. So we just couldn't outright. So that included. we didn't even know who
0: won that year because Miss What's His Face would not tell say. us.
1: Yeah, I was like rude. <laughs> they didn't say at all. So it's like the mystery. But basically, just to, like, what I was going to say. I talk say. so much. I'm sorry. No, don't ever apologize. It's talkaholics <laughs> for a reason, my friend. True. <laughs> but I um, was going to say, uh, like, it's actually a good segue to kind of introduce or, like, talk about a little bit about how, like, Iman and I kind of got to know each other early on. Oh, that's true. It was, I think we talked about this in the first podcast, kind of. We, Did like, we mention it? Uh, it? We kind of, okay. So far, anybody listening to all the episodes, which is not many, mm-hmm. Um like you know that we like keen peel we know you know that we share interest in music and stuff but in terms of how we met we, we you know that we've been together in the same high school did we mention that kind of okay kind well of we went little, to high school together kind okay of, well <laughs> now if she mentioning all those names and i happen yeah. to know all of them that would be so strange yeah but we did go to the same high school together but actually we were not necessarily i wouldn't say like close like throughout the beginning of it but i did get no. to yeah. know her or know iman Um, Because she had taken uh, drama all all the way through And I had only entered the drama club Not even taken the class Yeah For the last year of high school Actually fun fact I went to drama in grade 9 and grade 12 Oh yeah, the the bookends. Yeah, they and, the and we,
0: they um well grade twelve because I had space for it. Yeah. Um, but technically you weren't allowed to do that. But since they loved me, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave me an exception because you're supposed to have you need prerequisites mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go on throughout the years. Mm-hmm. But um, I got special access.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. more the re- more or less the reason why we were able to make the play, um, the one that I did with Como. Yeah. Um, because, well, because we asked and like i forgot the teacher's name at that time miss Prinzloo. yeah she and has mr Rochalo. we kind of just said oh we have something yeah like let us yeah and they did and they were
0: i actually like very i'm very grateful for the fact that we had teachers that um were very open to student run things yes like they gave us the ability to be creative and they never really Which shot us down yeah they they told us where we maybe need to build on something but like that play I did in grade 11 sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real, you yeah. know what I mean? But, oh, like, they still let it. me, you know, go through the process and, you know.
1: So it was nice. Yeah, because you learned from it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, what I was going to get to is, actually, I think we got to know each other in university because we wanted to say more. More so, yeah. We got, because we got to know each other there. But it's just so funny, like, you explaining your play, because I remember in pieces only because I was... A, managing my own play yeah. A, and my own script and yeah. for the first time, my own actors and everything, which is yeah, like, is, which, yeah. Oh, especially for high school students. Oh my God. And your last year. They love ho- like yeah. out on you. Yeah, <laughs> and there's and like, you know, you're picking up on like, grade, grade 12, you're also focusing on your studies. Yeah. Like, they're probably the most serious you've ever. And then plus taking this on for the first time. Plus I was doing myths on the side. Like, oh, it yeah. was like everything at once. But it's so funny that you mentioned half of it because I'm like, I am actually visualizing how that play went. But it's so funny that that was yours, and by contrast, ours was like our whole play just covered an entire. It was one story. It was one story. Yeah, that yeah, followed yeah. the same girl exactly. the entire time. So that's pretty rad, man. That I remember half of that. Yeah. But easily one of my. I favorites. need
0: to like contact
1: Stephanie and find that script.
0: Yeah, I've always been because I I don't know where it is. Yeah, at all. Right? I have no idea where the script have is. Have you like
1: searched your? Email? Yeah,
0: I've. Oh, that's a good idea. Just ch-
1: check your email because you probably sent each other rough. But
0: the thing is, influence. the final copy of that script, I don't even think exists. Yeah, no, same. I was say,
1: ours changed a lot.
0: Because by the end. Where before we, like may, like maybe the last week of performing, like we workshopped our script so much that I think we only had like a, a written yeah, I, co- no, a copy I, of it. Too, and too. I have no idea. I know I saved my drama stuff from high school somewhere,
1: mm. but I have no idea where it is. For sure, ours was the exact same thing too. Like the majority body of like the dialogue will be there and will be the same. Exactly, for the most but there's so much that we changed. But we had like, I remember, for example, I, our play ends with me doing a spoken word at the very end. And that I changed because I knew I could because it was only me remembering those lines. Yeah. So, and I did. And so that is somewhere on a piece of paper that's probably in the garbage now. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there was, exactly, a, there exactly. was a version of it. exactly. But, but yeah, but so I, I mean, guess... It speaks to how stressed we were <laughs> yeah. at the time, yeah. basically and I think piecing like, it together yeah, there, Just live. talking
0: about this, like, speaks to, like, at the end of the day, why we ended up doing something like this. Because yeah. we, in high school, we were given so much opportunity to be so creative and i feel like not that we don't have the opportunity to do so in university it's just that we're so focused on doing other things that you don't necessarily have the time to do it it's
1: different there's i think there's a lot more like social pressures at least for me to like you know be financially stable to some point get yourself at a point in your career where you're kind of you know, there and stable where you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you can't just, like, I can't be, unfortunately, working with Iman on a side project. Like Yeah, like exactly. So, something like, something that's not realistic. Not. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Again, yeah, exactly what we're on, something like a talkaholics thing, which hopefully will get us to a point where we can do something a lot more big. And, yeah, that And great. my dream, honestly, Iman, is, like, for this to become, um, like, a, if, like, not just, like, something that we can just leave our current jobs for to do this, but, like, be, on something that becomes some sort of like even like production studio or something mm. that like we can do because i feel like i've yeah even just hearing you talk about uh your play and like understanding what my play had done for me and my conf- confidence in exploring my creativity yeah it's just i we definitely crave that space yeah yeah 100 and like yeah i've
0: always wanted to encourage like even when i was in high school i would encourage people that were younger than me whether that be in elementary school or just younger grades in high school, to go into drama. Like, I was one of those I was on the front lines. Okay, I, I remember being at MCI in the evening when the grade 8s would come to, like, um, tour the school with their parents. I'd be at the drama... Tape like the drama stand, being like, this is why you should join drama in grade nine and not music and not art. You should join. I mean, art's great too, but yeah, you yeah. should join drama. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> wait, I'm talking to Rosie. I you got to
1: be careful. Yeah.
0: No, I totally do drama. <laughs> but I was like, you know, like this is what you get to do. I was, I was yeah. selling it to the parents. I was like, listen, it'll give them social skills. You know, grade nine drama isn't very, like, curriculum based. It's not very like, um, academic based. It's more about. You know, them being able to create these social skills where they're able to stand up in front of an audience and just yeah. be able to talk, be silly, just be confident enough to stand up in front of an audience and those social skills, I'm like that is what grade nine drama is about. Just take it. Yeah. And some of these kids be like, Nah, no, that's not for me. You know, exactly,
1: like, exactly. Because all they see it is how it's gonna help me in the future. Exactly. Well, but I actually, really, but career wise, you know, it's it's just so easy to make it such a minimal aspect. It is, but career
0: wise, yeah. drama, no. But like,
1: no, no. For but me, realistically, if you know, if it has the, everything to do with your confidence.
0: Exactly. I think if anything, like, yeah. if I never, I was in a play, starting grade ten. I was in that play with Antigone. Now, do you remember that play? I know. It who, was like a. Ant- uh,
1: like, like Oedipi- t- the
0: Oedipus, Oedipus, Oedipus. However you say his name. Yeah. It wasn't a modern version. It was still the, like back oh in the,
1: the the original the one Miss Prinsloo. Okay, yeah. yeah yeah the one she, she's she spelled, she, like Antigone. Yeah I exactly.
0: I was in that play. Um, very small role, but still like I w- I had to I performed in front of the entire school or whoever showed up that night.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And I was so nervous. But, like, the fact that once I was on that stage, I was able to, you know, do my lines. Like, that has definitely given me confidence. Like, still to this day, when I get up in front of a group of people that I don't know to speak to, I'm still going to get nervous. I think that's normal. But because of those experiences, I'm able to kind of push past that nervousness and no, just yeah. do what I do. I Actually,
1: honest to God, like, anyone who's known me since, like, I was in elementary school or, you know, in and around that age knew how much I, like, lost my mind over my nerves like i used to like honestly buckle like under the pressure of having to be in front of like a group of 10 people but through doing things like the play thing and then like taking on other things that are similar to that and that like you know i did a lot of open mics after that through no walls Mm -hmm. like um green productions thing and you know pushing myself to do things that required me to not only create art but present it which i think is if anyone has made art before, is the scary part? Oh, definitely. It's showing people, people judging what you. you. Think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're kind of putting yourself out there, like personally, like you're kind of being in, like, you're being vulnerable. Exactly. but yeah. it's getting to, even with um, this. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? You're like bringing up personal people in your life. You're like, holy shit, this is weird. Yeah. To people in America somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's it just for me is so huge to now see me like cut to modern day today 2018 when I'm like in front of like 50 plus people at work and they're people who are like more than twice my age and you know i i can completely look at me and go, "What? why the hell is she talking to me? This, like, 20-something-year-old yeah. doesn't know what the hell she's talking yeah. about. She's just a graduate, but what is she doing? Yeah. And still have, like, the balls to, you know, to not only to present, but just to, to be myself, to be funny and to crack jokes and to yeah, exactly. not take myself that's how, seriously. That's how I get through I a lot to, of my presentations. Yeah, exactly. I crack jokes. It's to be goofy. Even though they're to, not funny. I usually, I usually say something about my morning commute or, like, sh- you know, just to crack a joke or whatever. Like, for me, and, like, the big hurdle there is just, like, not taking myself so seriously. Like, if I fuck this up, it's not the end of my life kind uh, of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know
0: what I'm saying? Exactly. And even if it is, like, even if... The thing the, the thing about public speaking, and obviously I speak more for myself than anyone else. Everybody has a different experience. But yeah. the thing about public speaking is if you overthink it, if you're constantly thinking about what you can do wrong, you're going to mess up. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're going to stumble. Then, But if you, you know, to the best of your ability, just... Kind of go with the flow, yeah. You know, like you're. It's okay to to stumble a bit. You can just say sorry and continue. Yeah. And I think that's what people forget. Like, if you make a mistake, honestly, by the end of your speech, people probably forgot you made that mistake. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Like, they're not really. They don't care.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> just like the first few podcasts. But of if this, you like, you know, first few episodes, not exactly, so great. But exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but if you psych yourself out and then you completely lose that confidence, and you know, some people like just walk out or they'll just be like, forget it, like, I can't do it, and you just give up on yourself, then at the end of the day, you lost, because that could maybe ruin an opportunity for you that
1: you were looking forward to. and it's like, okay, and you're probably listening to this thinking, like, okay, well, when when am I going to find myself presenting for something if I don't like doing it in the first place? It comes down to, like, situations like an interview. Yeah. You You need to to be able to to be confident during an interview. Yeah, bringing yourself to the table, and again, in the same context, like, not only, you know, reiterate why you're the person for that role, but... Again, be charming and be funny and to be yourself and all yeah. those things matter. Those things are what people pick yeah. up on because they ultimately are going to have to work with you. Exactly. They're going to want to like you too. Yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> and especially for interviews, you know, like there will be some people interviewers who will really hardball you. Like they will not, res- they will not respond oh, in yeah. the slightest way to your style. They will actions. not respond to your even to your the answers to their questions. Like it's just on I've the had interviews one. where. Mm-hmm. It's blank. Like, I'm used to at least seeing a facial response, you know? Mm-hmm. Something like, uh, you know, an emotion that yeah. like, crosses their <laughs> it face. You know, to tell me, to kind of give me an, an idea of if I'm going through this interview well or not. Because, but what really, really freaks me out in interviews is when they don't respond to you at all. For like, sure. I've been in an interview where it's just, like, stone face. And I'm like, that freaks me out more than anything. Because then I'm like,
1: you can't, you don't know where you stand with yeah. them. And I think that's because we both, are not that we have like an intensive improv background no but we're like, <laughs> but we're like we both jive there and we both kind of enjoy those yeah.
0: spaces yeah so in and you improv, respond to what your environment provides yeah, you. With, improv right? is
1: completely about okay well I, I say something and it's the yes and nature and you're like yeah Is the constant going back and forth and it feels yeah. natural at some point exactly like but, so if,
0: if you if someone asks you a question and you answer like a small nod yeah, at like, least lets me know like they've They've accepted it. Whether they like my answer or not, okay. Yeah, but, like, yeah. the fact that they they've they gotten yeah. what I've said, I'm like, yeah. okay, I can continue. But when yeah. when it's just, like, a pl- straight stone face, like, they just look at you and, like, okay, next. And I'm like, please don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it freaks me
1: out. Attica- I kind of hate bo- both hate and like, situations like that. I hate it because for the reasons that you just said. But I like it because it's a challenge because for me, it's like almost like it becomes a competitive thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. le- let let's, let me see how far I can go before I can get you to crack as well. I'm sure I can get you there. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I guess like lesson at the end of the day from us is like, you know, if you are in high school and are thinking about, you know, what courses you should be taking, consider drama. If not, a course, the drama club, I'm sure exists in your high school. I would like hope so. That. Yeah. <laughs> something like that, right? Honestly, right. yeah.
0: Because at the end of the day, it'll... If you're not a person to, you know, if you're already like um, a very talkative person, like you're fine with talking to new people, which for the most part, like that's that was my case. I'm, I'm not that I don't get nervous. It's more like I'm a more like a fake it till you make it kind of person. So right. I will force myself to be friendly to someone, right. yes. even if I'm nervous, Right. because I'm like I just need to get past it. Right. So if you're that kind of person, drama is great for you because you still you're still practicing that skill. Mm. If you're someone who's like painfully shy and like you really don't have that skill to be in front of people and speak to people and, like, just normal, like, conversation is, like, is a struggle for you, I still would recommend Drama Club. Because for the most part, I'm not sure about, like, all high schools, but, like, our Drama Club, everybody was really nice. Our Mm. teachers were really nice. The people that were in Drama Club were really nice. Exactly. So it wasn't hard to socialize with them.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Obviously, if you're in a school where drama, if you're, like, in a school where drama is, like, really like, high up there. Like, remember, um, Unionville? They were, like, an art school? Yes, yeah. So, like, stuff like that where I guess there's more competitive, like, our competitive nature to it, it might be more intimidating. Like, people might, you know, not want you there, which is (laughs) which sucks because it should be an open space for anybody. But, like, I would still, you know, encourage it and try it. If it doesn't work out, it didn't work out. But, like, at least you were, you know, brave enough to take that step. Yeah,
1: at least you tried and you know. Yeah. Um, and, again, for those who, uh, are just generally interested in drama or have taken drama in high school just like us and are still wanting to kind of keep in touch with that stuff i would recommend actually what i did in university was take i mean i did english for all four years and i took a course that kind of just the entire reading list was plays and it was like the happiest i've ever been (laughs) ever like stage plays um so if you ever want to A, if you have the time to take a course like that, I highly recommend it. It is, like, incredibly refreshing to take a break from novels and, like, thick books that you have to read that are classics Mm -hmm. and whatever because these are typically modern and easier to get through. And if you want suggestions, I am more than happy to uh, give Mm -hmm. you guys some because I have a lot that I've read in the past that are honestly really, really good reads. I don't think the, like... I find plays to be really underrated pieces of material to read. Yeah. I feel like it's the easiest thing to pick up and read on a subway, like a bus ride, and be finished it by the end of your ride because they're short and, you know, again, they're all dialogue. So, you know, you're speeding through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I think we're pretty much at the mark of, uh, you know, completing yeah. our episode. We, I don't
0: think we were expecting it to be an advice
1: yeah. uh, column, yeah, but you know. Was passionate, like, love letter to drama. <laughs> I arts. know. I don't know what that was.
0: But I think, I think we were just missing <laughs> our roots there.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guys, I mean, through this podcast again, like we were saying, it's a place for us to kind of get back to that point of being, um... You know, being able to, I guess, live out our passions. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is getting us there, hopefully. And it gives us the space to at least improv with each other. So that's something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And again, as usual, you can find us on Instagram and SoundCloud mm-hmm. at Tuckahawks Podcast. And YouTube. And YouTube. Sorry, I always miss that one. Yeah, three places. Um, please uh, like, comment, and subscribe in all those places. Um, and let your friends know about this podcast. We definitely... Uh, would love and kind of need your attention. Uh, <laughs> Give us your attention, please. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Um, but yeah, and as, these, as this podcast grows, like we want to see this kind of become something bit bigger than it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um. And we definitely have a lot in plans. So please, uh, you know, uh, check up on us on all places that we are existing right now. And hopefully we'll branch off to things like iTunes and Spotify and so on. But until we're at a point where we can kind of uh, sustain something like that, uh, we'll definitely let you know. But again, yeah, I hope you, uh, you know, join us again for our next episode. But thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.